Hello, it is Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. So we are two days into the new year and I am two days into my new year's resolution of producing more podcast episodes. Now I am sounding a little raspy today, but so be it because the show must go on. You all have requested that I continue discussing the Ramsey case into the month of January, and so we are going to continue discussing the Ramsey case, and today we are going to be discussing Detective Steve Thomas's theory of what he believes happened to JonBenet Ramsey. Now, a little background on Detective Steve Thomas is that he was not the initial lead detective on the Ramsey case. But apparently, the Boulder Police Department does rotations, and so he ended up being one of the lead detectives on the Ramsey case. He had no experience investigating homicides. He had a background in drug task force, and he had only just been promoted to detective when he got put on the Ramsey case. Now, Steve Thomas has been open about his disdain for the Ramseys and his belief that Patsy Ramsey killed Jean Benet. He wrote a book about this called Jean Benet, and he's been sued by the Ramseys and lost. Having personally read his book, I can 100% see why. So, <clears throat> oh, and then he quit his job at the Boulder Police Department over the Ramsey case, but that is a whole thing for another time. So let's get into his theory of what he thinks happened to JonBenet Ramsey. There is an episode of Larry King Live where Larry has both Steve Thomas and Patsy and John Ramsey on as guests. And if you have not seen that episode, oh my God, run, don't walk to YouTube and watch it because it is a solid 10 out of 10. It's an absolute must watch. But on that episode, he says in his own words, his theory, and I'm going to play you a clip so you can hear him in his own words tell you. A uh, case what forward, but happened? I think there was a toileting issue that night that has been dismissed and underplayed. Okay, explain. A, a bedwetting or a toileting issue. That uh, caused Patsy to get mad at her daughter. Absolutely. And say, slap her or hit her or... I don't know. I'm suggesting punish. that there was an explosive encounter because Patsy at one point uh, put the child in clothes, a red turtleneck, for example, not the same uh, clothing she was found in deceased. Uh, the following day, I think something happened in that bathroom. Right. What would lead then to garroting and hitting on the head? What would lead I to that? I don't know. What can you imagine would what lead you, to what? garroting or, or hitting on the head? What can you imagine? I can't imagine. I want you to look at me and tell me what you think happened. That's I'll look you right in the eye. I think you're good for this. I think that's what the evidence suggests. Steve uh, Thomas, you are so... So in other words, she killed her daughter in a rage over the bedwetting and then garroted her. Yeah, this is interesting hearing this theory uh, because, again, it's not consistent with uh, forensic experts that worked with the police department, law enforcement in this case. Right. I disagree. Totally disagree. John Bonet, in fact, the, the, the autopsy report says this. John Bonet died of strangulation. John Ramsey is absolutely 100% correct and factual in that the autopsy states that Jean Bonnet Ramsey died as a result of asphyxiation due to strangulation by the garrote. The blunt force head trauma is absolutely referenced because there is quite the skull fracture, but <laughs> in Steve Thomas's world, 
Patsy Ramsey, in a fit of rage over fucking bedwetting, strangled her daughter to death. If you're listening to this podcast episode and you are a mother or a father, I want you to think about all of the times that your child has wet the bed. And can you possibly imagine strangling your child to death because they pissed the fucking bed? I mean, let's put this in relatable terms. Does that seem plausible to the parents out there listening to this whose kid has undoubtedly had accidents in the bed numerous times? I mean, (laughs) and the best part is Steve Thomas is saying this as someone who's not a parent and never had to deal with potty training and bedwetting. Now, beyond that very public claim that Steve Thomas made on Larry King in front of John and Patsy Ramsey, God and the whole fucking universe, he also wrote a book, which I already mentioned I have read, that he was sued for by the Ramseys and the Ramseys won. And let's discuss what Steve Thomas put in his book. Now, in Steve Thomas's own words, I'm, I'm, I've, say I've written a book and I stand by my book. So your you, book said that. My book stands on its own. I haven't heard this pedophile kidnapper murderer theory. His book stands on its own. That it indeed fucking does. Let's discuss it. I have a used hard copy of this book because obviously I did not want to give him a fucking dime for this shit. And then also a digital copy of this book as well. On the digital copy of this book, I command F searched the word wetting, as in bedwetting, and it hit 15 times. So on Steve Thomas's tortilla wedding, we have him referencing that she had a dark secret of continuing to wet the bed. She had a continuing problem of wetting the bed. Occasionally, she even defecated in the bed, and at one point, she was wetting or soiling her underpants, allegedly, supposedly, according to Steve. He mentions the housekeeper referencing Jean Benet having this alleged bedwetting problem, and he mentions that the housekeeper allegedly told him that the bedwetting had stopped but resumed in the previous month. The next hit, hit 5 out of 15, says her little daughter's bedwetting was private. Hit 6 is in reference to a cop meeting in 1997 where the topics included the ransom note and Jean Benet's bedwetting. He then says that the grandmother was evasive when asked about the bedwetting. Then goes on to say that the grandmother's evasiveness about the bedwetting later became something that was very convincing to him that bedwetting played a significant role in whatever happened to Jean Benet Ramsey. Then he references that someone was stubbornly insisting that there was no bedwetting problem. The next hit in the book states that Patsy's sister said that Jean Benet did not have a bad bedwetting problem and that she had never seen her sister get angry, not once in her entire life. He says that... Someone that was doing secret assignments for the DA's office told him to ask more questions about Jean Benet's bedwetting. Hit 12 out of 15, he says that they would discuss the cleanliness of the victim, a fucking six-year-old, including not washing her hands, wetting the bed, and not wiping thoroughly. 
So hit 13 out of 15. This is a good one. It's on page 302. He says in his hypothesis, and I'm going to paraphrase here, Patsy was approaching her 40th birthday and Christmas was exhausting and Jean Bonnet wouldn't wear a matching outfit that Patsy wanted her to wear. And so just she was having a day. Patsy was having a day that when they came home, John helped put together a toy with Burke that he got on Christmas and that Jean Bonnet had not eaten much, so says Steve Thomas at the White's Christmas party. And she was hungry, so Patsy made her some pineapple. And then the kids were put to bed. It then says that John Ramsey read to his little girl, which so says Steve Thomas, because nobody else fucking said that. And then John went to bed, and he alleges that Patsy stayed up preparing for the trip to Michigan the next morning that she didn't want to go on, so says Steve Thomas. And that sometime later in the night, Jean Bonnet awakened after wetting the bed, and he says that is indicative of the plastic sheets that were on the bed, the urine stains, and the pull-up diaper package hanging off of the cabinet. We'll address that in a minute. And then he states that he concluded that Jean Benet had worn a red turtleneck to bed, which is what Patsy and John had said, but that that was stripped off when it got wet in this alleged bedwetting that happened that night and was taken off and put in the bathroom floor, so says Steve Thomas. So then hit 14 out of 15, so says Steve Thomas, he states that Burke allegedly, supposedly confirmed that Jean Bonnet had a bedwetting problem. Then hit 15 out of 15, he references when the Ramseys came in for an interview with the police and Detective Haney asked about bedwetting and Patsy put up her hand and said, you're going down the wrong path, buddy. That is a summary of the 15 times that he mentioned bedwetting in his book according to the digital search of his book. Now, let's get down to business. Let's fact check the fuck out of this and I have a feeling it might be fucking embarrassing if I do say so myself, but you all listen to this podcast and decide for yourselves at the end of it. Now, I'm no detective, but I don't even think that my degree in criminal justice is necessary to state my case on this one. Now, according to Steve Thomas, in his own words from his own book, which I read to y'all just momentarily ago, he states that he believed Jean Bonnet was awakened after wetting her bed, and he believes this because of the plastic sheets, the urine stains, and the pull-up diaper package hanging halfway out of a cabinet. Now, plastic sheets are not indicative that someone pissed the bed that night. That is just indicative of a child bed. A lot of child beds have plastic covering on them because they are potty training, right? Parents, you know this. That doesn't mean that the child wet the bed that night, nor does the presence of pull-up diapers. Now, just because you have a child that needs diapers or pull-ups doesn't mean that you just recently changed their diaper. It just means that you possess that item because it is an item that you might need. 
Now, he references the urine stains, and I love that for Steve Thomas. I love that for him. I'm assuming, based on facts and evidence, that he is referencing the urine stains found on the underwear and the long johns that Jean Bonnet was found in. Now, I don't know who needs to hear this, but when you die, um, that happens, right? Like, if there is anything in there to come out, it's going to come out. So, with that in mind, that is not something that is abnormal, but more something that is to be expected and very common to find on someone that is deceased. And that is quite literally the extent of urine stains in the Ramsey case. Now, if you look at the crime scene photos, and I will post this image on the Situation Podcast Instagram, as well as the Sojo Files YouTube, so that you can view this for yourself, you will see white sheets that very clearly have no piss stains present on them whatsoever at all. But if that's not good enough for you, I'll do you one better. (laughs) I have a laboratory report for evidence in the Ramsey case. It states, and I quote, no urine was indicated on the following exhibits. Exhibit number five has no urine on it. Exhibit number five is shirt. There is no urine on exhibit number 16. Number 16 is blanket. There is no urine indicated on exhibit number 17. Number 17 is nightgown. There is no urine indicated on exhibit 18. Exhibit 18 is the comforter. There is no urine indicated on exhibit 19. Exhibit 19 is a sheet. There is no urine found on exhibit 20. Exhibit 20 is also a sheet. There is no urine indicated on exhibit 57. Exhibit 57 is a towel. There is no urine indicated on exhibit 58. Exhibit 58 is a vest. There is no urine indicated on exhibit 173. Exhibit 173 is a blanket. There is no urine present on exhibit 257. Exhibit 257 is toilet tissue. There is no urine indicated on exhibit 309. Bless you, crime prince. I heard that sneeze. You okay over there, buddy? (laughs) There is no indication of urine on exhibit 312. 312 is pants. There is no indication of urine present on exhibit 404. Exhibit 404 is Barbie doll. There is no urine indicated on Exhibit 405. Exhibit 405 is also a Barbie doll. Alrighty then. So, with that, Exhibit 5 just says shirt. It doesn't say if it was the red shirt or not. We don't know. But, if it's the red shirt, then clearly there was no urine on it. And if it wasn't the red turtleneck, then all they had to do was fucking test the red turtleneck to see if there was urine on it to bolster his claim I mean, that just seems like fucking common sense. But either way, if that is the red turtleneck, it had no urine on it. And if that's not the red turtleneck, all they had to do was test it. There were no soiled bed sheets found in the washer or the dryer. So literally, what the actual fuck is Steve Thomas basing that theory off of? I mean, I'm being dead ass fucking serious right now with the facts and the evidence that this man undoubtedly had access to as a detective on this fucking case. What the literal fuck was he basing that theory off of? Because it appears that he was not basing it off of facts and evidence. 
<clears throat> and I don't know about you, but I sure as shit would prefer to have investigators base their theories and the things that they state off of facts and evidence. I mean, I think that is kind of the definition of their fucking job, but I digress. And so I ask you again. I know that if you have been keeping up with the Ramsey case, you have heard this theory, okay? And this man has publicly stated this theory on Larry King Live as well as in his book. And I am asking you, based off of the facts and evidence, where the fuck did that come from? Because I don't see how it could have possibly come from facts and evidence, given I just read y'all what the evidence says, which is there is no presence of urine anywhere except for on the underwear and long johns, which she was found in. And we've already discussed how that could have happened. And when I say could have happened, I mean something that is very typical to happen based off of science, facts, and evidence proven through science, facts, and evidence for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And, years. and then if we want to put science aside for just basic human nature, every human on the planet belongs to a parent, and every parent on the planet has dealt with potty training and bedwetting, and how many of those parents have wanted to strangle or did strangle their child over wetting the fucking bed? Now, don't misunderstand me. There are definitely people that have abused their kids over bedwetting. Those people are pieces of shit. And there are definitely people that have snapped. Perhaps bedwetting was the last straw and have killed their kids. They didn't kill their kid over bedwetting. There was a pattern of behavior and a history of abuse. And this was one of the many contributing factors that led to that outcome. But in the vast majority, if not all of those cases, there was a pattern of behavior leading up to the death of that child that was behavior indicative or suggestive of that horrible outcome and it was a set and pattern of behaviors that the Ramses did not fucking have, and you will not find anyone that says otherwise except for some fucking trolls on the internet that have not an iota of proof to back up their fucking bullshit slanderous claim. I said what I fucking said. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. When we are discussing a case, whether it is the Ramsey case or any other case, we are going to be discussing it off of facts and evidence and science and scientific studies, and criminal justice statistics, and having critical thinking discussions based off of all of those things. And um, I think that's key. And not only is it key, in my opinion, it is the only appropriate moral and ethical way to be discussing cases and the criminal justice system. And I know that can be really hard for some people. And in my opinion, it appears, allegedly, supposedly, I don't know shit about fuck, that that was real fucking hard for Steve Thomas, who was a detective in the Ramsey case. And in my opinion, if that doesn't cause you to spiral and freak out a little bit, as well as explain a lot of the issues with the Ramsey case and why it's 27 years unsolved, then I don't know what will. And on that note, 
This concludes today's episode of the Situation Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate y'all more than you will ever know. I will see you guys later on the social media lives, on TikTok, The Sojo Files, and on YouTube, The Sojo Files. I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you guys on the next episode.